If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Eight minutes after 8 o'clock on this election eve, more than 2 million ballots were cast in person statewide. The in-person turnout storyline shows Republicans nearly doubling up Democrats in Florida. Locally, we saw early voting turnout swell this weekend across northeast Florida. WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute is with me. As you survey early voting in the state and even locally in Northeast Florida. Are there storylines that are emerging to you, Rick? Well, actually, Rich, when it comes to Florida, unlike the rest of the country, Florida has really done a pretty good job. And we've tweaked it in the past. You may remember that on presidential election night on 2020, we were really a non-event. And so I expect that you're going to see those returns come in fairly accurately and early when it comes to Florida. Of course, we count our ballots early. In-person is is counted almost automatically. So that really early in the evening, you should have some fairly solid returns. I don't think it's going to be an issue in Florida. Polling so far in the Florida governor's race and U.S. Senate race in Florida showing uh, double-digit leads most recently in the UNF poll and the Real Clear Politics average of polls for both DeSantis and Rubio. How big of an upset would it be at this point if either Charlie Christopher Demings is able to win? It would be a very big, big, big upset, and it would defy conventional wisdom. Uh, One of the things to keep an eye out, Rich, is does Governor DeSantis win by five to ten points? If he does, it's very significant for a number of reasons. It defies history in Florida the last two decades. The governor's race has been very close. Also, it's a potential red wave in Florida. The governor can provide some strong coattails, somewhat for Marco Rubio, who has a little bit of a closer race. But look for T.K. Waters, who may also benefit if the governor does well. And remember, down ballot, there are 28 congressional seats in Florida. Currently, it's 1611 because there's 27 seats. We go to 28, 16 to 11 with the Republicans leading at 16. In Florida alone, you could see four seat, seats up to four switch to Republican. Florida itself could play an important role in the balance of power in Congress. So when you're watching those results in Florida, particularly for the governor's race, think about it, what it means down ballot for the Senate, for sheriff's races, and for Congress. Obviously, uh, you can't second-guess your decisions mid-campaign, but as uh, candidates like Charlie Crist, for example, may reflect on this campaign, he's been very one-dimensional from the get-go on the women's right to to reproductive rights and making the decision. And he's doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on that, saying that that's a winning message. Ultimately, will his campaign come to regret that? You know, in the end, Governor DeSantis has had a historic war chest, and Charlie Crist isn't the only person on the Democratic side who has really stressed abortion rights. And they have combined that with threats to democracy. You saw that closing argument over the weekend with former President Obama. You saw it with Joe Biden. You saw it with Republican speakers throughout the country. So Charlie Crist really is going forward on sort of a very conventional Republican, I mean, Democratic platform. And Val Demings has, too. In the end, however, it's unlikely that that message is bigger than the one that that the community cares about most, which is inflation, 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 and the economy. That really is top of mind. So I don't think, while Charlie Chris, that message may not work, it's simply, it's also been the message of others. But in Florida, which is trending red, 
most likely you're going to see a DeSantis and Rubio victory tomorrow night. And so, Rick, as we see the inflation, inflation, inflation storyline in the national economy, does that also pour a 10-day red wave in both the House and the Senate? The common thinking is that Republicans will be able to get enough seats, I think it's four or five that they need, to upend the House. Senate, obviously, much closer. Rich, when it comes to the House, I'm not so sure if it's a red wave, but almost certainly, if you look at all the data and all the polling, Republicans will control the House and probably by 10 to 20 seats. If they go more than 20 seats, they will exceed expectations below 20 seats, below expectations. The Senate, however, is up for grabs. There's a slight lead Republican, but not so much. I mean, you're going to have some very competitive races. Remember, it's a 50-50 Senate, so it's pretty straightforward. The Republicans need to win in a place that is blue with a Democratic uh, incumbent. Where do they look? They look to Georgia and Senator Warnock. Very close race. It's a toss-up. They look to Nevada with Laxo, where they have a slight lead. It's a toss-up. They look to Arizona, where they're slightly behind with, with uh, Blake Masters. And then, of course, they look to um, New Hampshire, which would be a major upset. Those are the four real possibilities for Republicans. On the Democratic side, however, they can pick up in Republican strongholds. For example, in Pennsylvania, where John Fetterman has the ed- current edge over Dr. Oz, but they're also looking to North Carolina, looking to Michigan, uh, looking to Wisconsin, and looking to Ohio. So in the end, you're going to have to wait and see. You can expect the Senate to be very, very competitive. And we can probably expect that it might be multiple days before we ultimately know. Does that then mean that there is concern that you have and other political analysts may have about election integrity, or is this a campaign and is this a process that can restore some of that? I hope that we can all expect that this is going to take a while, particularly in Pennsylvania, where they don't start counting the ballots to Election Day, those that are mailed in. And remember, Arizona and Nevada, which are critical states, won't come in until late. Those are two possibilities where Republicans hope to pick up um, pick up Senate sp- spots. But I do expect this to be uh, election that reaffirms election integrity, particularly here in Florida, which has gone fairly smoothly. But you can expect it to go late. And you mentioned earlier, Georgia could very well be a late night. That could go to a runoff. Pennsylvania, they count the ballots late. There'll be critical races out west, which will come in late. So expect the late evening tomorrow and expect possibly that we really won't know until after Election Day how this all plays out. WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute, part of our powerhouse team that we will be following over the next several days with critical midterm elections uh, and follow for continuing talk starting at nine this morning on the Brian Kilmeade show nine till noon live and local with Mark K noon until three polls open tomorrow at 7 a.m. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 